This is from Maine with Love, an Allagash Brewing podcast where we talk about beer, our community here in Maine, and things that generally make us happy. In this episode, we're talking to a few members of the Pink Boots Plus team here at Allagash about, I mean, all sorts of stuff, really. The National Pink Boots Society, Hot Blends, the Aroma Dome, and arm wrestling, to name a few. So settle in and grab a beer if you have one nearby, because here we go. With me today, I've Hannah Johnson, quality specialist here at Algash. We have we have Katie Bocage, a brewer, and Leah Jones, a beer to market specialist. I'm Brett. I work on the marketing team here at Allagash. And uh, before we start on the the topic at hand, which is going to be talking about our Pink Boots team here at Allagash, and also the kind of Pink Boots main chapter, uh, I think we might get into a little bit. Question for you, Hannah: Have you seen any good birds recently? Thank you for the question, Brett. Uh, honestly. Not a ton. A lot of the common yard birds that you tend to see even sometimes during the winter. But I will say that the birds that have stuck around are extra lively this week. Mm. So it's getting me really amped and psyched to start looking for some of those migratory birds. The other day I saw a pair of cardinals, which was really remarkable. Like, you know, especially when everything is like drab and dreary right now, it's so amazing to see a male cardinal with all its red and glory. Um, But yeah, other than that, a lot of house finches, a lot of sparrows um, and seagulls. A lot of seagulls. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember I saw a tree full of turkey vultures like outside of the brewery and it looked like like some sort of a portent of the the future. Something bad was going to happen because it was like 18 turkey vultures in one tree. But luckily, nothing bad happened, I don't think. Well, I don't know. It could have been like right before COVID. So maybe that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they love to do that. Um, turkey vultures and crows love to um, roost all together in like the same tree. Uh, I actually recently learned that Portland, Oregon has like a cleanup crew for um, crows that like to go into the city at night and roost. And um they have falconers go out and use a hawk to uh, scare off all the crows to prevent so much bird poop on the sidewalks. That's this is, this is the Allagash birding podcast. I'm telling you, it's the next thing. We're, we're definitely going to do a birding podcast at some point. I think it's just gonna, it's just going to have to happen. I'm going to, we're going to switch off of birding slightly and say, uh, so this one's for Leah. What is your favorite or go-to walking trail here in Portland? Oh, that's a great question. Um, there's actually not five minutes down the road from here is uh, Millbrook Preserve, which is a really cool nature trail. I have two toddlers, so I am currently stuck to like easy trails. Uh, but it, it goes alongside the, the brook down there, and it's just really beautiful and peaceful. And then actually last summer, I stumbled across uh, the Raymond Community Forest, mm. which is like 350-something acres of preserved land. Um, and it has a few like super awesome nature trails that are easy to walk, but then you can also walk up um, the summit there. And it has this beautiful view of... Oh, Crescent Lake, I believe. Nice. And um, yeah, so it's just like really beautiful and not far away, which is great for my schedule because I don't have time to drive anywhere. It's just like right there. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really great. Um, I do a lot of bird watching also while I'm out here. Really? Here, so Hannah, 
need to borrow you for a day and teach me a few things. All right, Katie, do you have a go-to walking trail? You're a newer resident of Portland. Yeah, I uh, I moved to Portland last April. Right. So I did have the summer to check out a few little spots. Mm. Um, I actually had done some volunteering through the Portland Parks Conservancy. Cool. And the first volunteer thing I did was a park cleanup at the Riverton Trolley Park. Yeah. Which is essentially across the street from where we are at Allagash. And it's such an interesting little hidden gem. Like apparently in like the early 1900s, it was this like booming like park. Yeah. There was an amusement park, an amphitheater, a casino, a there was a petting zoo. I, I don't know what they didn't have there. I think they had swan boats. That's amazing. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they they had everything. Um, and there's not much of it still there, but there's still some like cool little stone structures and. I do like going on a nice walk down there every now and then when it's not too buggy. Yeah, yeah. Which it can be a little bit, but it certainly can be. Um, and also, Wolf's Neck. I yeah. spent some time walking around there, and it's just beautiful. Yeah, Wolf's Neck is so nice. Yeah, I will go like around low tide and bring my extra tufts and kind of walk out, and it's just so beautiful. All right, so. To the matter at hand. Uh, so I guess the the kind of the first question I'd love to ask uh, the three of you is what is the Pink Boots Society? Pink Boots Society is it's an international organization, a uh, nonprofit, and it supports women and non-binary individuals who are employed in the alcohol industry. Mm-hmm. So that can be beer, cider, liquor, um, and through membership dues, uh, fundraisers, special events, collaboration brew days. Uh, Pink Boots works to raise money to provide scholarships for these individuals uh, so they can further their education and their careers. That's awesome. So is, is it like, are the scholarships kind of like a really big part of Pink Boots then? It sounds like that's kind of like the, the education is kind of the fundamental part of it or one of the parts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I let me actually read to you the uh, the slogan for Pink Boots nice. uh, is we're here to assist, inspire, encourage women and or non-binary individuals in the fermented and alcoholic beverage industry through education. So really yeah. the core of Pink Boots is to provide education for women so they can further their careers. Um, and scholarships are right there at the center of that. I mean, I feel like just for me, I'm such a proponent of education in beer because I think like as I've seen kind of from my role and talking with people on social media and kind of seeing stuff out there, it's just like beer is so complicated. It has so much to it. Like, and the three of you are actually a really cool cross section of, of people for, sort of in there. There's the brewing aspect of it, the sort of biological, like, you know, a microbiology aspect for Hannah. And then for Leah, it's really how does a beer literally go from idea to execution? And so, but how did you come to join Pink Boots? Like, how did how did it come up society? Oh boy. Well, um, let's see. I started at Allagash about f- a little over five years ago. And Allagash is the first brewery that I've worked for. I've worked in um, serving beer industry before, um, but Allagash is the actual first brewery. And when I joined... There was a, a little bit of a buzz going around about this Pink Boots Society, and 
that it's, you know, the society for women to help empower women and um, encourage them through education. So, you know, naturally I was like, I'm a woman and I want to learn here in the industry. And so, (laughs) and so I joined Um, the women that work here at Allagash. We're getting together to talk about this collaboration brew. And then we just started to really love and appreciate that time that we would spend together. Um, You know, and we felt supported within that group. You know, all of us were going through so many different things personally, uh, work-wise. There was this, big social reckoning happening on social media about, you know, sexism in the industry. And just a lot of us were impacted by that, you know? Um, And so we've really found this ironically, virtually safe space to come together and talk about. And we looked forward to our meetings to talk about our collaboration brew and everything. And, um, you know, decided that it, it would be beneficial for all of us to just continue to get together, you know, outside of our annual brew. Um, and so that's sort of how our Pink Boots Plus team developed here in Allagash. Um, and one of our goals as we started talking about that was to also use our resources here at Allagash, being one of the biggest, if not biggest, brewery in Maine, um, with, with everything that we have um, under our hats, you know, to then help support the Maine Pink Boots chapter. So that's one of our goals. And for me personally, I was very driven to take action and and really help out and start building. The previous chapter leader, Heather Holland from Outland Farm Brewery, she's still currently involved. She's um, a great resource, a person that, you know, can lend a hand and and knowledge and really help guide what has worked in the past um, and what hasn't. Um, but we've actually recently developed a, a main chapter leadership team. So it's not just one person driving anything right now. We have um, a few folks from Allagash. We have Hannah here and Katie who are, um, you know, Hannah is focused on that educational piece and that financial liaison. Um, Katie is fo- focused on social events um, and she also has a great connection with Yakima Chief because of her her time that she spent out there due to the Pink Boots Scholarship. Um, and then we have other members. We have Shay from Nonsuch River, Christy Kane from Olive Pit Brewing, which is a, a new brewery in um, cool. in the state. Let's see, we have Courtney Caslow with Good Fire Brewing. She's also focused on social events. Um, Missy Littlefield with Rising Tide, focusing on educational events. So we have all these, all these people... I don't think I missed anyone. We have all these people working on these individual tasks that I think collectively, as we really go forward, we can build the chapter up and just really give back and get more members. You know, if there's what 160 breweries in the state, I can only imagine how many of those people are women and how many we can, um, you know, start getting together and really drive like what educational events we want to see, you know, aside from, hop sensory and malt sensory and off flavors and brewing, you know, we also want to go through and really identify, um, you know, DEI training um, and other like HR related um, training and things like that. So. Right. That's diversity, equity, and inclusion. Just to make sure I've got it right. Yes. I had 
always heard of Pink Boots. Um, I joined the industry about eight years ago, working in New Hampshire as a brewer. Um, and being in the industry uh, as a woman, I've personally seen or realized the lack of presence of women and non-binary people in the brewing industry. So when I came to Maine, there was a little bit more of a presence of the, uh, of the cause, of the organization. Um, and I joined immediately after uh, starting at Allagash, which was about five years ago. Um, And I wasn't super involved. Like there wasn't a lot going on at the time. And then COVID obviously hit. So that didn't help anything. So um, just over the past couple of years, I've gotten more and more passionate about the cause. And I've just been wanting to spend more time, uh, you know, helping these ladies get the chapter going again. That's awesome. Yeah. So I actually joined the uh, the brewing industry back in late 2017 mm-hmm. in uh, the Boston area. And I, it was the following spring of 2018 that I ended up joining Pink Boots. It was kind of funny. Um, we had our collaboration brew day, um, which is an, an annual uh, event that Pink Boots has. Mm-hmm. Is a, uh, they partner with Yakima Chief Hops. And Yakima Chief actually provides a special blend of hops, um, which can be purchased by breweries, mm. um, and use it to brew a collaboration beer uh, with proceeds going back to Pink Boot Society. Um, so I knew that our brewery wanted to plan one of these so we could support. And that was one of the bigger pushes for me to join. I had heard about Pink Boots prior, but was still very fresh to the industry. Totally. Um, and then it was maybe a few, a couple months later, uh, where I really started to get involved. Um, I was like, great, I'm a member now. I brewed a beer. This is cool. <laughs> and then our Boston chapter had a uh, an arm wrestling competition. No. And I was like, ooh, I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was actually my first opportunity to really like start getting involved in the Boston chapter and um, start networking and meeting other women who were in Massachusetts and uh, brewing and, and doing other parts of the industry. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was kind of my big, all right, do some arm wrestling and uh, meet some different people. <laughs> and it was, it was a great opportunity to start meeting, you know, other women who are in the same position as I am. That's really cool. Do you still have a passion for arm wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> I do it every now and then cool. it is, it's a lot of fun. Um, and you know, it's, it is such a fun way to build camaraderie totally. between the women, which is kind of funny to say, cause it's, it's competition, yep. you know, yep. but, <laughs> but it is so much fun. The amount of support that you get from one another yeah. and, you know, even it was, you know, our, our collaboration brew day, we had a few girls, uh, from the main chapter, uh, practicing some arm wrestling and giving each other, you know, some pointers, trying different techniques. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so the three of you are actually really involved with the main chapter at this point. And so I guess I'd just be interested to hear kind of like, what are your roles? What are you doing within the main pink boots chapter at this point? I am as an official title head of finances, which is just as it sounds. Um, I'm keeping a eye on and track of our main chapter funding. So we know who's paid their dues, what money we've raised at 
various events and how we can use this money for events, recruiting, educational opportunities, and more. I've also volunteered to help organize some of these educational events uh, along with our Katie Bukaj here at Allagash and Missy Littlefield from Rising Tide. Awesome. I, uh, I work mainly on recruitment. I'm kind of like the the hype woman. <laughs> so I've just been, <laughs> I've just been doing a lot of uh, outreach, um, really trying to get different breweries involved mm. and have, you know, more women join. It, we have so many women working in the beverage industry in Maine yeah. um, who are you know not involved in pink boots. And so my big focus is trying to reach out to these women, mm. uh, get them to join pink boots. Awesome. How about you, Leah? Um, so my title is main chapter leader. And what I do with the chapter is sort of organize everybody, um, organize our chapter leadership team meetings, um, try to get pink boots, you know, involved in various different, um, you know, events. You know, we have a few coming, coming down the pipe here. Um, I, do all the communications with the National Pink Boots Society. I ensure that, you know, folks are um, welcomed when they join. I also, we really collectively, I think, work together and um, bounce a lot of ideas off of each other. You know, there's no, like, single person doing this yeah. um, currently right now, which is really great. That's really interesting. Like, how how is that? relationship between like the main chapter and the national chapter, I guess, like what is, what is the interplay there? No, that's a great question. So the Pink Boot Society was founded um, 15 years mm -hmm. ago, um, you know, and so it was much smaller, obviously back then it was like a group of, I think 60 women wow. in the country. Um, and so now there's many chapters nationwide, but actually worldwide. Um, the main chapter has been around for about five years, I believe. Um, the current membership was just under 50 people. Oh, cool. um, and over the past few years, and of course, COVID did not help any of yeah. this, but it's um, it was it was led by, you know, mainly one one person um, with a few people like helping a little bit along the way. Um, again, this is a absolutely a voluntary position. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's time to the time you dedicate to it is, you know, time that you have to dedicate towards it. Um, and so, you know, once I recently got involved about less than a year ago or so, I, I definitely saw potential of how we could grow the main chapter. Um, you know, Maine is, as we all know, a, a hotspot for the beer industry, but, you know, you know, wine and cider as well. Um, you know, and there's so many women working here in, in our community, not, not even like Southern Maine, but in all of Maine. Um, you know, and I just, I felt like there was more potential to really build up the chapter. And with that, it's, it's not one person's job to do that. Right. So we've actually, uh, established this leadership team again with Hannah, Katie, a few other, um, women who are in, um, working at other breweries to, to really focus on each of those areas so that we can hopefully build our presence, um, in Maine with Pinkwood Society, yeah, and just sort of, you know, get educational opportunities out to the women that are working in the industry, you know, either 
solely alone in a brewery or, you know, even, you know, this, the society is open up to women who, you know, just work at bars as well. You don't need to work at a town That's room, cool. uh, to be involved. So people that are working, you know, serving alcohol and things like that. So we're just hoping to really outreach, um, more, more people in our, in our industry. Totally. That, uh, it, it made me think of the question too, though, like what, what is the sort of, what would be success for the three of you? Like, what are you hoping to, to help sort of foster in, in, through Pink Boots? Over time, we can be collectively this strong unit of uh, women and non-binary individuals who are working here in Maine, mm-hmm. not just Southern Maine, but we're, we're actually hoping to provide these resources, these educational events, these social hours, um, to central and, and hey, maybe even northern Maine, but we're looking for that like central spot where we can help everybody in the state um, and be be a good safe community um, with positive energy, with you know any sort of educational stuff that that people want to do out there. I've you know reached out to the chapter looking for feedback. What do you want out of Pink Boots and things like that? So we're really just trying to just be a force that. Um, you know, women and, and non-binary individuals can resort to in the industry. Um, you know, we're fortunate here at Allagash to be working among many different women. Um, and breweries out there are, you know, some of them are a little bit more isolated and alone than that. And, you know, we just want to open that door and that opportunity for everybody um, to collectively just get together. We want to have... Um, you know, more scheduled educational events, you know, possibly something every six weeks. And then on the other hand, something, you know, maybe social events in between that. Um, We definitely want to increase our participation in the collaboration brew day, which is the the pink boots is, you know, biggest fundraiser of the year. Uh, We've had roughly 10 breweries in the state participate on average, um, which has been great. Um, I feel like some breweries are also doing um, specifically International Women's Day beers versus Pink Boots collaboration beers, which is sure, either, yeah. you know, help help with the messaging. And that's awesome. And I think we just want to um, get behind that a little bit more um, and, and get some participation more widely. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It just makes me think, too, of the sort of how the the pandemic seemed to underscore the power of community where it was like you you kind of forgot how nice it was just to be around other people in a similar situation as you were in and so i think that that's just awesome to build that consistency and and you know have a place that people can uh uh rely on you know have that community so yep sounds awesome absolutely there was definitely the the last two years i think really triggered something inside me, especially of like this need for unity and community. Um, and hopefully we can bring that to the table over the next few years as we slowly move along here. But totally. That's awesome. Kind of backing up a little bit, I guess, Katie, could you talk a little bit about that Yakima chief scholarship? Because you took part in that, I believe. Yeah, last year, Yakima Chief had a scholarship called the Yakima Chief Experiential Scholarship. And so five Pink Boots members, mm-hmm. myself being one of them, uh, were able to go out to Yakima Valley 
and Yakima Chief is amazing. They put us all up in this cute little villa. Nice. Um, and a really cute spot. And um, Kelly Lormeyer of Yakima Chief, she is a field marketing specialist. She spent the four days of us kind of driving us around to visit different farms. We got to learn so much. We went to Yakima Chief. We got to visit the Aroma Dome mm. and do sensory classes, which was super fun. Also getting to learn just so much about the sensory process and see how a place like Yakima does it. You know, really so cool. Uh, we got to see their processing facilities and we got to go to Yakima Chief Ranches. Nice. Uh, learned about um, you know how different hops are propagated, how different strains are created. Um, it really was so much activity packed into like four days. And awesome. it was just, it was a really, really great trip. And also getting to see Yakima Valley at the beginning of harvest right. was, was so much buzz and excitement in the air. Everyone's just, you know, they work towards that all year that, and then they have the, this few week window where it is just like, you know, complete madness. Everyone is, you know, tour groups coming through, hmm. Every, you know, all the har like harvesting equipment is running. Uh, it was a really, really great trip and also got being able to connect with those four other women who got the scholarship was such a great experience. So we're all still in close contact with each other. And that's awesome. Was, that was, yeah. was going to be my follow, kind of follow up question was, are you still talking with them? That's really, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. A few of, a few of them actually got to go to the Pink Boots National Conference in oh. February. Um, and they were like sending us pictures the whole time <laughs> like oh look who i ran into <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i mean i guess yeah. just as a brief aside too like can you kind of talk about the significance of the yakima valley for hops absolutely um yakima valley is one of the most fertile places like um agriculturally in mm. the country for hops to be grown mm. um so most of the hops that you're going to see in brewing of almost any size um, they're going to be coming from the Yakima area sure. um, of Washington state, okay. um, or they'll be coming from um, probably from uh, Europe. We get a lot of European hops are popular too, but if you're looking at any American hops, um, those are for the most part going to be coming from, of course there's like smaller hop farms that mm. are scattered around the country, but a bulk of the hops that you're seeing in most of your beers in the USA are coming straight from Yakima Valley. Also, Aroma Dome. What a name! Is that their name? <laughs> yeah, that's their name for. Okay. It's funny. They're like, tomorrow we're going to the Aroma Dome, and I'm like, <laughs> what is that? It sounds a little intimidating, <laughs> it, you know. It is, but the Aroma Dome is really cool. It is this. Uh, it's just their like sensory uh, mm. lab. It's it's very cool. It's very state of the art. Mm. Um, it, was, I, it was really special that we got to go tour it as well. Super fun. So I guess speaking of hops, that kind of leads into um, Upward Movement, the a beer we just recently brewed. Yeah, how how did that beer come to be? Sure. Um, well, we've done a few Pink Boots blend brews in the past here at Allagash, but they've always been on a really small scale. Like um, our pilot system, which is about one barrel of beer, 
and we really only put it into kegs and into the tasting room. So last year, or I believe it was last year, Leah took the lead and got a small group of ladies here at Allagash together to come up with some recipes using the 2021 Pink Boots Society Hot mm-hmm. Blend, which is something that they do every year. Um, they come up with a hot blend, which Katie can give more detail about this, but uh, they come up with a hot blend and they sell it to breweries all around the world for them to come up with a hop blend beer um, and the proceeds can go back to pink boots or some of it can go back to other organizations that support women. Um, It's really whatever you want to do with it. Um, And we came together and came up with some recipes with a few people on the pilot team. Um, And we used, obviously used the pink boots hop blend had some hop sensory training with Patrick, who's the head of our R&D team here at Allagash. And we came up with official recipes. We brewed them. Um, and then after they were all, you know, done fermenting and put into packaging or put into kegs, we did a tasting on both beers and took votes on which recipe we liked the best. And then we worked towards scaling it up to our 30 barrel brew house, which was this year. And we are putting it into cans and some into kegs, which will be released in the tasting room. Um, Katie and Leah, you can feel free to add on to that as well. If I missed anything. Yeah. I feel like the natural question is what were the two, what were the two beers that you almost landed on? Or I guess, what were the two options that you had? Yes. So we landed on a black IPA, um, which is mighty delicious. Um, You know, it was a style that we felt was, should be making a comeback. It's Mm. not widely known or back over a year ago when we were first developing these recipes, they were um, very few and far between. Um, And then we also felt that the hot blend would do well in, you know, like an Abbey red, Mm. which is, you know, a style, another favorite that we have around here. So um, we brewed both and both were actually quite tasty, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, we decided we really loved the, the how the blend interacted with the, the black IPA and, and went with that one. So um, we took that pilot recipe that we served in the tasting room um, back in early 2021, um, fine-tuned it a little bit and brewed it on our 30-barrel system right before International Women's Day this year. So um, collaboration brew day for the pink boot society is generally held right around international women's mm-hmm. day. Um, breweries all over the country. I think there were over 500 plus participants actually all over the world, um, this year, um, brewing right around international women's day, um, mostly with that hot blend. So it was really cool that like all of these beers have something in common. Yeah. You know, they don't, not every single one, but most of them do. Um, and it's a great way to, to raise money and awareness in general to the, the to the Pink Boot Society. So, that um, that brew day was yeah. so good. That was like I feel like one of the first days, at least for me, like post Omicron surge stuff of like we were at the brewery around people. There was like a little cheese board. It was just like a very joyous occasion. It was a great day. I mean, we had most of the women that work at Allagash yeah. here on site together at the same time, you know, pretty much touching elbows, which hasn't been a thing for a while. Um, You know, we all got to participate in some fashion, whether it be, you know, adding hops, weighing hops. Um, We milled some of the the malts and things like that. Um, 
you know, and we had people from each department, you know, people that work out in our tasting room out on the brew deck. Um, Hannah did the yeast propagation, you know, weeks prior. So the yeast (laughs) that went into that beer was, um, you know, thanks to Hannah. And then I believe actually Claire dry hopped the beer a week or two later when that was ready. So, um, yeah, we're looking to package it next week. Um, and Monica, who is our packaging supervisor on one of the shifts, she's going to be out there, you know, helping package the beer. So all around, like our women were involved and we're really excited to see that. And it was great to have what felt like a normal day here, finally at the brewery to celebrate, um, that thing. Yeah, we had food brought in from Tandem, which is a local female-owned bakery down the road, yeah. and it was delicious. Um, Elbow brought in a meat and cheese board, you know. On on a board it's, that it's she a had made. Day. That she's that she also a is a woodworker. She, yeah, crazy. Exactly. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, this is a total aside, and we don't even have to include this. But the, did you hear that Tandem got like one of the top twenty-five best um, uh, coffee shops in the world from the Financial Times? That is amazing. Pretty nuts. I mean, I don't know. Good for them. That cheddar cheddar jalapeno biscuit. I Ooh, had nice. like four of those that morning, and <laughs> I wasn't upset about it. They're so delicious. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's it's so cool to hear how all the process was, you know, women, uh, you know, guiding that. So cool. Yeah. And then, um, the label itself was actually designed by a local artist, Rachel Gloria Adams, who we've done work with before Mm -hmm. in the past, um, for another collaboration brew that we did. Um, but she just, you know, we sat down and told her a little bit about the beer, told her a little bit about our team and she just went to work and designed this beautiful label. I can't wait to see it on the cans. Yeah. Um, that really, it just resonated with, with every, everything that we're shooting for with the beer, but also the reason behind why we're brewing and releasing the beer as well. The beer name upward movement was an idea by our new England sales manager, um, Carrie D who felt that a, you know, women in general, women in this industry are really trying to make strides. Mm -hmm. And we feel like, especially over the past few years, we've been doing that. Mm -hmm. And um, it also links to, you know, Allagash and what's unique about, you know, our namesake of Allagash, the waterway actually flows northeast a little Mm -hmm. bit. So like, we felt like that name resonated not only with Allagash, but our goal here of, you know, upward movement. So super cool to to just have it all like we have our hands in a lot of this beer release no that was awesome i mean i feel like there's there's so much interesting like there's so many cool aspects to that beer just how it all came together and also how it tastes it's a very good beer um yeah it's very tasty it's it's you know a little bit it's got a nice like medium body super easy to drink um it's definitely not a stout in any way you know um, the hot blend, I think, paired very nicely with this one. So actually, you mentioned the hot blend. Actually, Katie, could you talk a little bit more about that hot blend? So the hot blend, um, we actually use the hot blend from the previous year um, because this was a scaled up batch of our pilot recipe. Um, we wanted to stick mm-hmm. with the same hot blend. Um, so the blend is actually 30% cashmere, uh, 10% atanum, 10% citra, 30% laurel and 20% sabro. 
Um, and it's a fun process uh, getting to actually select the ingredients that go into the blend. So, um, and it's a it's a cool process that Yakima Chief sets up for all the yeah. uh, breweries. Pretty much um, breweries that have participated in the past, um, they'll kind of see um, which chapters have good participation, and they'll send out different samples, just hop samples from the current season. And the chapters will put together you know, usually like a chapter meeting where they'll take all of the different hops that they received from Yakima Chief and they'll do a hop rub and sensory of them. Um, and then those chapters are able to give their feedback of which hops they'd like to see in the annual blend. So I guess for this like hop blend, if you could, if you could point it at a particular direction, would you say it's more citrusy? Is it more tropical? Is it piney? Like, is it kind of a mix of all those three or different flavors? I would say there's a lot of citrus coming out of this one. Um, some notes of like a little bit piney and a little bit tropical. Definitely. Sounds very good. I, I, well, I know it It tastes good. I tried it when it was on tap, uh, in the tasting room. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess just to go over it one more time, uh, you know, if people want to get involved in pink boots, you email that email address. What was the email address again? Pinkbootsociety.org. I would direct people to go there because then they can find all the membership info on the website. Um, and it's easier to remember than I think the other, the email address. Okay, cool. Yeah. So if people want to get involved, then the best way to do it is go to pinkbootsociety.org. Uh, there's a lot of information about how to join, uh, what membership entails, everything else like that. We are also on Instagram and Facebook. So um, check us out there. Pink Boots Society, Maine. PBS main. Awesome. Is there anything else that the three of you, like anything else that I, that we missed that we should talk about? We kind this of was a fun dress rehearsal and I can't wait to do the real one. The dress rehearsal nature is what makes it fun. <laughs> well, Thank you so much to all three of you for, for uh, joining us and talking about Pink Boots. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Really it's a lot of fun. And for our listeners, if you have anything that you want to ask us, anything that you're interested in hearing us talk about, please let us know at podcast at allagash.com. We'd love to hear any and all feedback. This has been an Allagash Brewing production.